God is here. You are listening to a special edition of Ignite Radio Live. Join the prayer at MassImpact.us. Not just a moment, a movement. We're on the streets during this Thanksgiving week asking people the question, what are you thankful for? So, sir, what's your name and what are you thankful for? Thank you for loving me. 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 My name is Willie. I'm thankful for family, um, friends, our church, and most of all, my relationship with Jesus. So a lot of people think, you know, look in the papers and where is God? You know, thousands of years ago, he was doing his thing, you know, leading people uh, out of Egypt and, you know, whatever, then walking on the water. Is he still present and active in our lives? He's present in my life. He's present in a lot of people who I know's lives. It's real evident. Thank you for sharing with me earlier that there's actually was a miracle in your life uh, a number of miracles <laughs> I know can you give us a little snapshot of that miracle just for folks out there is God really there is he really yeah. active in um, uh, April uh, 2004 um, I collapsed lost 27 uh, minutes of my life and after all the evaluations and medical testing was done the uh, doctor looked at me and said there's nothing to explain why you're alive. So the only possible explanation is that you haven't done what God wants you to do. So find it. I know that Jesus is real because I've met him and you can say well how does that work and I could go into lots of stories of different ways that he's revealed himself to me but I know Jesus I've, I met him I talk to him every day and yeah some days there are more experiential type things sometimes I, you know I, I actually can feel something or there's more emotion attached to it but as uh, one former mentor of mine said he's you just kind of know it in your knower it's just deep down, you just know it's true. Deep theological yeah. terminology yeah, exactly. here, right? The knower, yeah. St. Yeah. Thomas Aquinas, I <laughs> yeah. think it's uh, And that was probably from the Summa, yeah. <laughs> Part 10, Section 35, right? Uh, yeah, you just, you just kind of know. And when you put yourselves in position to, to be open to the Lord and the movement of the Spirit. I'm Irene, and uh, I'm, th I'm actually doing a list every day what I'm thankful for in November. And I started out with uh, God's love and mercy. God's love and mercy. Is there any kind of story that you might be willing to share that has led you to this place of thanking him for his love and mercy? There was a time in my life where I was angry about uh, things that happened, and so I blamed it on God, which obviously was my fault, but I still blame God. And uh, so for a few years I was wandering, uh, and uh, the Lord brought me back to him, so I'm very grateful for his mercy. Very beautiful. What would you say to somebody out there right now who might be struggling in a particular way because of maybe decisions they made also, and they find it difficult um, uh, to believe that God is loving and merciful and forgiving? What would you say to that person who might be listening right now? 
I would say that uh, Jesus loves you. He recognizes that he created you as a precious child of his. And uh, he just wants to love you back and he will forgive you for anything. And uh, I was also brought back to Jesus through his mother, the Blessed Mother. So I have a special love for his mother too. Thanksgiving week, folks, and we are on the street asking unsuspecting people the question, what are you thankful for? So, sir, what's your name and what are you thankful for? I'm uh, David Bland. I'm from Toledo, and uh, I'm thankful for a new life, that Christ freed me from a life of destruction and darkness. And I'm also in a thing of a 30-day thankfulness period through the whole month of November. My wife and I are writing every day one thing that we're thankful for. So we need to be thankful for every day. What an awesome idea. And so you alluded to um, maybe not always having known God's presence and his love. I don't know if you'd be willing to share a little more for maybe anybody who might be dealing with any of those circumstances. I know it's a bold question, don't have to answer it, but maybe somebody right now is dealing with some of those things and uh, you might be giving them hope that there's a different life. Um, yeah, with a life of uh, kind of always believed in God, but the more I did with got involved in drugs and alcohol and more shame and destruction in my life and how I felt, I stayed away from the church because I felt I was unworthy. Wow, and so what, what transitioned you out of that? What, what Do you remember your being conquered moment? Remember, oh most gracious Virgin Mary, left without aid inspired by this confidence we
brokenness through a divorce. And I remember being in a church in Florida, in a small country church, and so broken that I wanted to talk to someone. And most pastors try to get you to come into their church. And this was a word I feel from God. And he said, you may need to talk to someone that knows your background. And my background was Catholic. And so I returned to a priest and talked to him and received confession and sacraments after many, many years. That's absolutely beautiful. You know, a lot of people say, uh, God, you know, he may have been there, he may be there, but that was thousands of years ago that he was working. And you've just given us a great testimony that he's truly alive and present and working in our lives now. Mm -hmm. Happy, happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Well, happy Thanksgiving, everyone, and be grateful for every moment of your life. God is here. You are listening to a special edition of Ignite Radio Live. Join the prayer at MassImpact.us. Not just a moment, a movement. We want to invite you to join us every day in setting aside just one minute to pray a simple prayer to the Holy Spirit. Join us now as we pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. For ourselves we pray. O Most Holy Spirit, come and ignite the great fire of your love. Set it ablaze in our minds and hearts. For all families we pray. O Most Holy Spirit, come and ignite the great fire of your love. Set it ablaze in our minds and hearts. For our church and our parish in particular, we pray. O Most Holy Spirit, come and ignite the great fire of your love. Set it ablaze in our minds and hearts. For our world, we pray. O Most Holy Spirit, come and ignite the great fire of your love. Set it ablaze in our minds and hearts. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. That's it. Pretty simple, but pretty powerful. Join the prayer at MassImpact.us. Not just a moment, a movement. Are you signed up for Ignite Catholic Community Night? You should be. I'm going. I'll be there. Join us for an awesome evening of meal and message. Father Mark Davis is going to show us the magic of Christmas. The world's second tallest magician. It's going to be awesome. December 1st. St. Joan of Arc. Preceding the first Presents for Christmas. Register right now at presentsforchristmas.com. That's P-R-E-S-E-N-C-E-F-O-R. It's going to be awesome. We'll see you there. See you there. We'll see you there. Did you see the Guardians of the Galaxy? Did you watch the Packer game? How's your portfolio? Pizza is awesome. What we talk about doesn't just reveal what's important to us. It reveals who's important to us. This week, take a risk to grow deeper. Consider throwing in one of these. What's your biggest challenge right now? Hey, what can I pray for you for? What can I do to make your life easier right now? How about joining us for Mass this Sunday? Yeah, and coming over for breakfast. Let's pray the Holy Communion we receive correspond to a holy community we live. This has been a Mass Impact Moment. Join the great adventure at massimpact.us. It's Thanksgiving week, folks, and we are on the streets asking unsuspecting people what they're thankful for, maybe even how they see God's presence. So what's your name and share with us your story. Joy and Carl. Um, I was at uh, Ignite over at St. Joan of Arc this past week, and the Lord just seemed to move in me the whole idea of repentance. 
and how we need to be thankful for uh, our Lord who died for us and forgave our sins. take that individual repentance for ourselves to a higher level of becoming uh, uh, on our knees and to look at who we are and, and what we are to Him. Thank you for sharing that. You know, I have become more aware that there are um, the sins and, and qualities that we struggle with because we don't repent of them and they, they, they kind of cling to us like leeches until we look in the mirror and we recognize, and it may not even be an action, it could be an attitude, you know, um, pride, narcissism, lust. And, you know, so I thank you for that word and for all those who may be listening to encourage them to really, if you keep struggling with the same thing and you find yourself beleaguered, recognize what is that core weed in your soul that you need to say, Lord, I am so sorry for this, I repent of this, I want to go to confession, I want to seek your grace. And, the, and really the kind of deliverance that can come, not simply from saying we're sorry, but that deeper quality of, you know, God, I want to turn, the core word of repent, to turn. So that was something that really hit you also at the, oh, yes. at the young, yes. tender age of like 30 probably, right? Oh, yes. <laughs> Thank you. You are a savior and you take brokenness aside. and I am very thankful for my beautiful pregnant wife and child of two years old and they just gave me so much joy uh, in this world and, and they're just a, 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 a just a beautiful gift from God and I, I'm just so blessed to have them in my life. It's awesome. You seem like a man of faith. And I think a lot of people today are asking the question, you know, is God still present? Is he still alive and working in our lives? How would you respond to that? Oh my gosh, every day. Every day he's in my life. And it's, uh, it's, it's not always good, but the good things are God coming out of it. And he takes you through so many journeys every day, every day, every moment of, of my life. And he is just so loving and so compassionate, a wonderful being, a wonderful spirit, a wonderful father. Awesome, awesome. You're a young man. How old are you? You don't 34. Mind me you're 34. So you're a young guy. You get a lot of peers, maybe the 75% that have left the church, yes. call themselves Catholics, yeah. and we know 80% are gone by age 23. You know, what do you say to those that might be your age and they're, you know, maybe even doing well, they've got a job, maybe even a family, who knows, but they're asking the questions. They're not maybe uh, knowing that love of God. What would you say to your peers? Jump off a bridge and come back. <laughs> take the leap take the leap come back it's it's an amazing place uh, I love the Catholic Church I love my Catholic faith uh, it's it's why I get up every morning 
Okay, and a lot of them maybe uh, their image when you say that, let's just keep it super real, is that means boring, sit down, oh, yeah. irrelevant. Neil so how do you speak to that honesty of that person who's been there, done that, thank you, no thank you? Learn, pick up a book, pick up the Bible, read, a, read some scripture, pick up a CD. There's so many great resources out there that weren't out there 20 years ago, 30 years ago. There are just so many amazing aspects of the Catholic Church that I don't even know yet that I want to learn, that I want to know. And it's that uh, knowledge is power. Uh, St. Jerome said, ignorance of scripture is ignorance of Christ. And I never took that to heart until probably about five, six years ago. And it's really uh, helped my life big time. God is here. You are listening to a special edition of Ignite Radio Live. Join the prayer at massimpact.us. Not just a moment, a movement. Are you signed up for Ignite Catholic Community Night? You should be. I'm going. I'll be there. Join us for an awesome evening of meal and message. Father Mark Davis is going to show us the magic of Christmas. The world's second tallest magician. It's going to be awesome. December 1st. St. Joan of Arc. Preceding the first Presents for Christmas. Register right now at presentsforchristmas.com. That's P-R-E-S-E-N-C-E-F-O-R. It's going to be awesome. We'll see you there. See you there. We'll see you there. We're on the streets during this Thanksgiving week asking people what they're thankful for and what's your name and you have a little story for us. My name's Brenda Knight from St. John's Jesuit and the other night we brought a group of kids out to the Ignite St. Joan of Arc and all the kids loved it and one of my favorite stories is a mom and son were there and afterwards I said to the mom what did you think of Ignite tonight and she said it was great and she got real teary and she said my son turned to me during the adoration and said mom I want to go to confession and he's a seventh grader and off he went and came back and slid in next to her and said mom I feel like the weight of the world is off my shoulders you have to go to reconciliation and so she went and she said it was just really moving that her little boy stirred her to go to reconciliation. That's amazing and you had another story about a young man before I actually began recording and tell us a little bit about that story. So wait, another seventh grader was at the event with his mom and his big brother and afterwards he came out and he went up to our theology teacher and he said can we do this again and can we make everyone go because it was awesome. Here's my heart, Lord. Speak what is true. Here's my heart, Lord. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. In a couple days away here, and we're just on the street asking random people the question, what are you thankful for? So, excuse me, sir, sir, yes, you. What's your name and what are you thankful for? Hey, my name is Dan Dimite, and I am <laughs> thankful for uh, the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross. Whoa, that's pretty deep, man. Right off, <laughs> right, right out of the gates here. It's not some video game or, you know, a new car, somebody your age, something uh, a little more flashy. I'm terrible at video games. Okay, yeah. I got you, I got you. So, is there a story behind this um, thing that you're grateful for, or just, you know, has it always been that way? Oh, yeah, definitely, there's a story behind it. school I was living for the world I was living for uh, uh, you know pleasure and possessions and uh, when I found Christ and the cross crucified I fell deeply in love with with him and wanted to give him my life 
You're a young guy, and uh, we know the studies say that 80% are gone from their Catholic faith by the age of 23. And you look like a young man. You're probably in your 20s or something, I'm guessing, right? Yeah, I just hit 30. All right. <laughs> All right, so in that age range, you know, what do you think's going down there with those folks, and what do you say to them? What do you say to your, your peers? So many Catholics have grown up in a cultural Catholic family, and uh, the faith was never was something they did because their parents wanted them to do it, but it wasn't uh, a lived reality in their daily life. Um, a lot of families, they, uh, they call themselves Catholic, but they don't live Catholic every day. They live Catholic maybe on Sunday if it's convenient, if they have time for it, if they're not tired, if they're, they're not busy. And, uh, so when you grow up in a culturally Catholic thing, you do the sacraments, you force your kids to go through the sacraments because you want them to be Catholic, but uh, they, don't know, they don't know the church uh, who is the bride of groom because they don't know the groom himself, right? And uh, they, they aren't spending real time with the groom in prayer and with the groom in the sacraments and, and mass and in confession. And so, uh, yeah, so. I am found, I am yours. I am loved, I'm made pure, I have life, I can breathe, I am healed, I am free, cause you are strong, you are sure, you are Back up a little bit, uh, a number of years ago, you were featured, one of, I believe, four men, five men on an A&E program called God or the Girl. Unfortunate name, but it was a good program that really yeah. navigate, helped men, helped to understand what are the dynamics of somebody navigating between a life of priesthood or a life of married life. Tell us what that was like. Yeah, well, ultimately, God called me to God through the girl, uh, <laughs> seeking uh, the holiness through marriage. and. Uh, it was a, a discernment show that was trying to capture that difficulty of discerning whether or not we were going to be celibate or married. And it was great. I mean, the, the process itself, you know, you can't really discern a vocation with five uh, cameras in your face all the time. So the, the process itself was not good for discernment. Uh, I later found my vocation in front of the Blessed Sacrament in adoration. But uh, the, the, the show allowed... Um, allowed my life and, and the, what God's done in my life to witness to a lot of men and a lot of women as well and just countless people you know reaching out to me saying hey we're I'm discerning a vocation but I feel so alone I feel mm. like no one else is thinking about the priesthood no one else understands what I'm going through and uh, being able to be a source of consolation for them and hope for them that hey this is normal this is this should be normal in your life and if God's calling you to this great vocation uh, pursue it awesome now, you were conquered by love, I suspect, maybe before you around what age were you? I was about 18. Okay, so fairly recent in your life. And um, tell us a little bit about how God has guided you since, from college campus to present day. What are you doing right now? What were you doing then? What are you doing now? Yeah, I'd say that uh, Pope Francis nailed it in his last um, apostolic ex uh, exhortation, The Joy of the Gospel, where he said mm -hmm. that we're all called to be missionary disciples. Mm -hmm. and. When Christ took over my life, um, 
he formed me into a missionary disciple, someone who desired to follow him, uh, to walk in his ways, no matter how radical his ways are, to walk the narrow path with him um, as a disciple, but not to be a disciple that's just all about me and my relationship with Jesus, but a disciple who's on mission, seeking to transform the world. Um, so throughout, uh, I fell in love with the Lord in high school as a senior. I went and served as a missionary with Net Ministries. It's a great program that does retreats all over the country. Mm -hmm. And then afterwards, myself and some buddies started a um, ministry in Columbus called St. Paul's Outreach uh, on Ohio State's campus, striving to bring a light in the darkness on uh, the most darkest areas of uh, college campuses. And then um, I've been in youth ministry ever since, doing a lot of youth work, re reaching out to kids. Uh, I run a nonprofit organization called Catholic Youth Summer Camp. We strive to transform kids' lives, allow them to live the adventure of their faith. Faith isn't something dull and boring and dormant. It's uh, it's an adventure, right? And uh, so we, we reach out to them with jet skis and paintballing and water tubing, but then uh, <laughs> all of that. Yeah, whatever. Whatever we have to do. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Whatever we have to do in order to, to get the gospel out there. But then we ultimately introduce them to the adventure of the Catholic faith, that the only faith that's boring is the faith that's not lived, right? And so... Um, and, and then we also have another side apostolate called Holiness Revolution. Um, that is, uh, it's a book I released through uh, Matthew Kelly's foundation, and uh, Holiness Revolution seeks to uh, bring about a complete and radical change in this world through holiness and revolutionizing our own lives through deep conversion and deep prayer so that we can revolutionize the world uh, by helping to bring about a deep conversion in the world and renewal of culture. That's awesome. So this Thanksgiving week, we know the word Eucharist means to give thanks and uh, we have a lot to give thanks here. The testimony of uh, Dan's life. Dan, thanks so much for sharing that. And uh, certainly, check this out. Where, where might people find out more about Catholic Youth Summer Camp or Holiness Revolution? Yeah, excellent. Uh, two websites. Catholic Youth Summer Camp is CYSC.com and Holiness Revolution is simply HolinessRevolution.com. Uh, just for everybody who's listening right now, Ignite Radio Live, we are connected to the Image Trinity Mass Impact Movement, and we're really wanting to be in partnership, not with our names and brands. God uses that, but we want to be like John the Baptist, uh, decrease and may, he may increase, and that parishes come alive to be more than a moment, but a movement that the, the Eucharist, source and summit flows into our lives. So I just want to tell folks that Dan um, and his organization, Catholic Youth Summer Camp, we're in partnership. We want pastors and leaders in parishes to recognize more than just an event that kids go to and there are many options that do touch hearts but we want it to be more than just that powerful three-day or week-long experience that you as they're formed and trained and their hearts are open that we help those leaders in parishes open the door to take that kid who's encountered Jesus and to deepen that discipleship so they become active living vital witnesses in that parish community to live it out in a vital way and that's where there's just a great partnership here with Dan and I want to thank thank God for leading me to you the random person on the street. <laughs> totally <laughs> Just random. kidding. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. Oh, happy Thanksgiving, and everybody have a blessed um, holidays. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. God is here. You are listening to a special edition of Ignite Radio Live. Join the prayer at massimpact.us. Not just a moment, a movement. reading the papers, looking around us, within us. If we're really honest, it often seems like we're losing ground. Shatter. Apart from God, people are suffering. Shatter. Here's the thing, God wants to win. 
When we pray, do we avail ourselves to being his answer? God makes his salvation dependent upon you and me. In the past week, how many of us have actively invited others to encounter Jesus Christ? Is there anything more important? Presence for Christmas is not just a fleeting moment, but an open door, a four-week journey into the heart of Christ's Mass. It begins December 1st with an Ignite Catholic Community Night, a meal with magic by Father Mark Davis, leading into our first Ignite Presence for Christmas event at St. Joan of Arc. This world needs you. God is provided. Go right now to presenceforchristmas.com. That's presence spelled P-R-E-S-E-N-C-E-F-O-R Christmas.com. Register for Ignite Catholic Community Night and extend the invitation to others. By your yes, we will see souls in heaven who would not have been there had we said no. This is an Ignite Flash Fire moment. Right now, can you think of one person you know who's struggling, in need of knowing God's love? If someone came to mind, God just spoke to your heart. We're going to light it up right now. Send them a quick message. It could be by Facebook, email, text message. Make it short and sweet. Simply tell them you were thinking about them. You appreciate them. You're praying for them. You're in it with them, that God loves them. If we respond to this simple flash fire prompting right now, together we'll move his kingdom a big step forward. Ignite Flash Fire is brought to you by MassImpact.us. Not just a moment, a movement. So we're on the streets again, as you folks know, during this Thanksgiving week, and we're asking random passer buyers what they're thankful for. So, young lady, what's your name and what are you thankful for? My name is Mary Ann Kale and I am most thankful for my family. Wonderful. Uh, I'm very thankful for my family, but mo most importantly, my wife. Well, a lot of people right now listening, you know, maybe in their hearts thinking, is he present today? Is he really alive? Is he doing things? Is he moving among us? Or are we just kind of like going through motions and getting brownie points, those of us who go to church? What are your thoughts on that? Or what would you say to somebody like that? Oh, come, oh, come, uh, it's events like this today that really make it known that God is is present with us. Um, all the people that are involved, um, everybody that's just giving their all, and you can just feel it in that room. Awesome. Well, I, as I mentioned, I'm very, hap uh, very happy and thankful for my wife because I almost lost her, and if it wasn't for the, the power of God and all the prayers from people, I, I wouldn't have her here today. Can you tell us a little bit about that, if you're willing to, a little bit of the story? We, we just uh, we just weren't uh, given 100% each. You know, some people think it's 50-50, and we, we finally learned that it took 100 and 100, and just learning uh, to to communicate more and and to uh, be more close with God and to, to you know to really do that. That's really what what saved our marriage. It's amazing you're giving this witness because I've asked um, a number of married couples this question and that's the direction they went of God's anointing and grace in the marriage. And I think there are a lot of folks out there who may even be going to church, faithful, prayer, whatever, but 
there's something missing, there's struggle, there's challenge, there's debris, there's weeds. And you know, whether it's five years, 10 years, 15 years, the first thing is just the awareness that you're called to image God and you're gonna come under attack because you have the supreme calling and identity to make God who is love known. So right at the outset, you're gonna be attacked in certain ways. And all of us are who dare to say yes to our identity and our purpose there. What would you say to that couple right now that perhaps is in a place you may have been in the dark days, we'll say, and if you speaking to yourselves, what do you need to say to that couple right now? I would, well, in another situation that I had, and somebody brought this up to me that I really, really uh, reflect on this is constantly think about what Jesus went, went through on the cross. Mm. Um, nothing that we have in our lives is anything like what he had and what he went through on the cross for us. And if we can think that way, it, it, it brings the importance down a little bit of things and makes us open up to him. And that's just the way I feel. <laughs> I, would, I would just say to them, don't ever give up, give it a chance. As much as your mind is closed, you have to, you have to be open to, to what's out there. And for our listeners, of course, you don't see the, the, um, the witness, the visual witness of this couple in front of you, but they really radiate. There's a glow about them. And, and, you know, I think there's a message there that, you know, life, death, and resurrection. We're, we're not just spectating this, watching movies, which is that theme. In every single movie you see, you're going to see life, death, and resurrection. The characters begin, Lord of the Rings, Julie Andrews and Sound of Music, I don't know, Lion King. It begins where they're at. They encounter a crucible of suffering, challenge, difficulty, through which they're transformed on the other side. The message there is what? That we're called to participate. We're never closer to Christ than in our suffering and in our difficulty. And I'm just saying, I see a glow and a joy. And I'm sure it's not like it's <laughs> not like it's right. Like you've arrived, right? The journey continues. We're not kind of painting this picture that it's everything is fine. You got to keep working at it. But I just want to tell our listeners, there's a definite, genuine joy and a glow of having gone through that. And I'm not saying you would have chosen to go through the crucible per se, but I don't know, would you back me up and disagree if you want, that God uses the crucible Absolutely. of that to make you stronger? Absolutely, because now I, every day I'm thankful for what we have and, and every day I appreciate him more knowing that I didn't have him or you know the time that we were apart. And it, 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 it does make me, it humbles me. And you know that I can't say it enough. I appreciate now what I have that I, wasn't realizing before. You guys are an amazing blessing. Thank you for taking the time to share with us Thank and uh, God bless you. So I'm being intrusive. This is Ignite Radio Live. I'm experiencing a very intense fire here in this particular corner of this building and uh, it's Peter Herbeck and Dan and Amber Demite with a little baby and just the fire, the glow. It's all about the baby. Beautiful it little baby. With the baby, then the mom, then the beautiful mom <laughs> and then a couple of Derelict. What's the name of the little one? It's Liliana Therese. And what number is Liliana Therese? Number four. Okay, so Dan, we're putting you on the spot. I saw a great Facebook photo of you about a week ago, and the caption was something like, amazing, super mom, don't know how she does it, but it was a look of distress on your wife's face with like five kids hanging on to her, and she <laughs> had the vacuum cleaner, and just one thought entered my mind. Who is taking the photo? Oh yeah, I was definitely behind the picture. As she was holding the baby vacuuming and one child was hanging onto her leg and I was like, I need to get a picture of that. That's just too funny. And she assured me he that this is- He was on the couch. He was on the couch. I was having a beer. I better take a Chips picture of this. having a beer, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Honey, bring me a turkey pot pie, right? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But, but she assured me Dan is not that kind of husband. So, you know, you can, for those who saw that photo, what do you want to say to dismiss that? 
myth of the typical oh. man watching the mom. He's a good guy. That's what I'm looking for. Yeah. Like no, you. Dan is a wonderful, wonderful husband. I couldn't be more blessed. Mm. So supported and uplifted in my vocation. And it's a joy to serve him and my children. Awesome. Hey, yeah. give testimony because men are kind of reduced to be dupes, you know. Right. We're just not involved and we're solipsistic into our own lives. You know, what does it mean to be a man? And you can you can hold up Dan a little bit. Um, well, there hasn't been a moment in our relationship that I haven't felt served by Dan on our wedding day. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of doing a garter toss, Dan knelt down and he washed my feet. What can I do? relationship and I feel like that truly I mean we all have bad days but I feel like that's every day in our relationship both of us um, striving to outdo one another and showing honor so and he leads me in that because I'm lazy but he's constantly no matter how grumpy I am he's there loving me and serving me so that's awesome you know um, there are a lot of couples right now who are struggling in their marriage they're um, beleaguered and even if they're Christian and prayerful or whatever that one year five year ten years there are many out there who are under attack and let's face it because their whole purpose is to make God who is love known I mean that's their mission to image the Trinity to awaken us to our deepest identity Satan's gonna attack that so maybe that's the starting point is just know if you're in it to become who you are to image the Trinity you're gonna have attack because God uses you to make his love known and be mindful of the attack. What might you say to people as you cross them in ministry or struggling? I would say the beautiful thing about Catholicism is that every death brings new life. So if you're facing trial, if you're facing a Good Friday in your relationship, go to the cross, stand with Our Lady, weep at the cross, and show Jesus your ugly, show him everything, die with him, and there will be a resurrection. We just need to you know, stay strong and stay faithful to him. And the Lord says, I'm with you always, everywhere, even to the end of time. So just hope in that. Stay at the cross with him until he wills your Easter Sunday. And if I should live or die, let me be found pursuing this praise. One that alone satisfies. Of Jesus. Now, speaking to our audience, many of these folks have been to their men's conferences, crucios, chirps, Catholic youth summer camps, whatever. And um, I find that many of these guys hang it on the hook of that event. That yes, they're changed, there's a certain transformation, but they're lacking maybe a leadership in bringing that into the home. That it would be an occasion to see, I am meant to be not just a thermometer to reflect the temperature, but a thermostat. And you know, and a lot of folks, I think, really, um, what might you say to the dad in particular, Dan, who is in it, he loves God, he's been to these events, but to bring the teenagers together to just talk and pray in the same way that if they got the soccer schedule or basketball schedule, would schedule it. They'd go buy the shoes, they'd make it to the practices, but yes, the question, are you scheduling leading time as a husband? And maybe there's a little bit of fear factor there. What might you say to that guy? Yeah, the most recent pupil just came out and said that fathers are the best way, most effective way to evangelize. So mm-hmm. the father is reaching out to his children and passing the faith on. Um, the children are 
going to continue living the Catholic faith. And so I would say that guy, you know, if, uh, if you're not scheduling the faith and you're not leading in the faith, then um, you are uh, not evangelizing. You're failing in your mission to evangelize the most important mission field, which is your children. And uh, so the busyness of life is not, uh, not more important than the salvation of your children. And it is difficult because we, all of us, uh, are enchanted by entertainment. It's easy. I get it, guys. Long day. You've been busting your butt. You're tired. You get home, and it's easier to flip on the TV set. It's easier to get lost in your gadget, especially today. Many folks have lost that. I just want to encourage anybody who's hearing this, again, a little plug, you know, um, massimpact.us gathering guide super simple you go there now you download this guide the first part is just family fun questions gather them together and even if you go no further than these 50 questions of things like you know what would you do with a week of vacation those sorts of questions that make it really fun to talk as a family and open the door to a deeper experience we're experiencing all over the country people are downloading this thing and it points them in the direction of the liturgy it forms them of our identity in Christ which is what liturgy is all about not just spectators on the sidelines but to participate in the Great adventure beyond Sundays. Me, Lord, down the road I must travel. Lead me, Lord, down your path of peace. I have one more thought for the fathers, just I feel the Lord on my heart saying, like, don't be afraid. Like, your children, your wives, we want you to lead us, you know? Like, so don't be afraid to put yourself out there. And women, like, build up your husbands and let them lead you. Just surrender to love. It's awesome. God bless you guys. To you I lift up my soul. Brennan, uh, I would say I'm thankful for my friends and my youth minister and my youth group. Uh, a lot of the members at my youth group, they really helped build me up. So I'm thankful for all of that. Awesome. Um, I'm Rachel. Um, I'm really thankful for my family and my Uncle Adam. <laughs> Very awesome. I think I know that Uncle Adam. He's a pastor of St. Joan of Arc Parish in Toledo. So just a quick thing for you guys. I know you're an anxious to take off or whatever, but you know, a lot of people your age, they question whether or not this faith with God is real. They maybe see it as just kind of going through the motions and doesn't really have any impact in your lives. What would you respond to that peer that may think that? I would say that my faith is what has formed my life, so it's definitely 100% real and Definitely something to seek out. Teach me Thankful 
for God and His Holy Spirit. I'm thankful for Jesus Christ, His Son, the greatest gift that we could ever receive. God, I just want everybody to know God is here, right here, right now. The same God that healed in the Bible, the same God who spoke to Moses, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob is also my God, and he's your God, and he's here right now. And I could go on and on about the everyday miracles that he works in my life, but I just want people to know he's here and he's now. And anything that you have that you need, it doesn't matter what it is, God cares. And if you go to him, he'll hear you. Absolutely fabulous. God bless you. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. God bless you. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Merry Christmas. God is here. You are listening to a special edition of Ignite Radio Live. Join the prayer at massimpact.us. Not just a moment, a movement. Are you signed up for Ignite Catholic Community Night? You should be. I'm going. I'll be there. Join us for an awesome evening of meal and message. Father Mark Davis is going to show us the magic of Christmas. The world's second tallest magician. It's going to be awesome. December 1st. St. Joan of Arc. Preceding the first Presents for Christmas. Register right now at presentsforchristmas.com. That's P-R-E-S-E-N-C-E-F-O-R. It's going to be awesome. We'll see you there. See you there. We'll see you there. Hello, we are Greg and Stephanie Schleter, Catholic parents of six children, and ultimately just wanting to get them and us to heaven and impact this world for Jesus Christ. In the past year, Mass Impact has been igniting the Catholic faith of thousands through dynamic events, programs, and media. We are responding to what recent popes have called the most important mission of the church, to become evangelizing communities of missionary disciples. To sustain this movement into 2015, we need a little over $30,000 by Christmas. Please go right now to massimpact.us and click on the Contribute tab. I'm Stilicetta and I'm thankful for the Eucharist. Uh, my name is Father Matthias Dalen. I am thankful for the Holy Spirit, which brings us into the life of Jesus and gives us joy. I think he's definitely with us. I think holiness is quiet, and holiness um, also moves people, and so it's always in the small things where God works, because Christ was came to the Aniwim, he came to the poor, he came to the small. Uh, God is very much present, but some people can't see him because they don't have faith, and sometimes they're filled with all sorts of brokenness and sadness and, and darkness that surrounds them. But Jesus brings them that newness of sight. He brings them that, that, that ability to see him working everywhere. And through, so through the Holy Spirit and through faith, we can see God's love touching us in so many different ways. And so it, it, if, if, it, if people are experiencing darkness, return to a faith in the love of God, which, which scatters the darkness and enables us to see him everywhere that we go. I mean, part of what faith is really all about is saying, God, if you are real, Reveal yourself to me so that I can love you in return, so that I can be fully alive. And, and to really look at people who are on fire, you know, and, and to see the testimonies of those who, who have known what it's like to be in darkness, know what it's like to live in the world, but now are completely alive. And so when you look at the lives of the saints, the people who are living totally for the Lord, you know that they, they were missing something before, and they have something that perhaps those who have fallen away don't have. And so just look at your life in, in light of other people and how they're living theirs 
you will see you're missing something. And God has so much more for your life. How did love conquer you? <laughs> well, I was looking for love in, uh, in, in sports and affirmation with girls and all sorts of things that I was doing. I was trying to fulfill myself. And when I encountered my weakness, my inability to love myself in the, in the way that God loves me, I found that um, I had to give up. And so I gave the Lord a chance to reveal himself to me. And as soon as I tasted his love once, I knew that I was made for him, that only he could fulfill me. And so the reality is, is that I had to stop running away from him and run to him. And there I encountered his love, which changed me forever. Sister, how did love conquer you? I was looking for happiness. I was looking for joy. I was found myself worn out in grad school and I needed, I couldn't find happiness myself. And if God made me and God wanted me to be happy, then I had to trust in him that he'd lead me to it. And yeah, joy. Awesome, so it's this Thanksgiving week to give thanks, Eucharistos. We were fashioned for something so much greater. Our souls for the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. And here are two formidable um, examples of God's grace young priest and a young religious who said yes to God and right the journey doesn't end when you become a religious or you become a priest you're on the journey and um, so I don't know uh, maybe if you could lead us in a prayer for anybody who's listening right now that is uh, in this journey and searching right now Amen. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit Amen Heavenly Father you know your children better than anyone you love them where they feel unlovable. Lord, I ask that you pour out your Holy Spirit into their hearts. Give them a light. Help them to see that your love conquers all, that there is nothing that has happened in their lives that can prevent you from loving them. Lord, help them to encounter your son Jesus, because in Jesus we become fully alive. Bless their hearts and their families. And most of all, Lord, give them that sight uh, with which they are transformed in the knowledge of, no, uh, of your love, the love which calls them to live with you forever. And we ask all this through the Immaculate Heart of Mary and in the name of Jesus, amen. The Father, the Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Hey, happy, happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to each and every one. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody and God bless you. God is here. You are listening to a special edition of Ignite Radio Live. Join the prayer at massimpact.us. Not just a moment, a movement. Are you signed up for Ignite Catholic Community Night? You should be. I'm going. I'll be there. Join us for an awesome evening of meal and message. Father Mark Davis is going to show us the magic of Christmas. The world's second tallest magician. It's going to be awesome. December 1st. St. Joan of Arc. Preceding the first Presents for Christmas. Register right now at presentsforchristmas.com. That's P-R-E-S-E-N-C-E-F-O-R. It's going to be awesome. We'll see you there. See you there. We'll see you there. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. This is Ignite Radio Live, and we're on the streets just asking random passerbyers, what's your name and what are you thankful for? My name is Peter Range, and uh, gosh, I'm thankful for so many things. First and foremost, my family, uh, my mother, my father. My, they've been married for 45 years. My dad, who's actually paralyzed from the neck down, my mom takes care of him day in and day out. So I'm just incredibly thankful for their love and their commitment to each other through all these years. Incredibly thankful for it. That's awesome. And you know, what's interesting is I was looking at my Facebook page a few days ago and this this 
I don't know, notification kept coming up every five seconds. And I went to check it out. It was like 10 likes, 50 likes, 100 likes, 150 likes. You look a lot like that guy. Is that you? That's, that's me. That's correct. Uh, so I just got engaged to my fiance. Uh, so incredibly thankful for that as well and the life we're about to embark on. And, and just inviting Christ into that relationship. Just so thankful that the Lord has brought her into my life. And that's what she is. I mean, she's a tremendous gift to me. Uh, and hopefully we can be a gift to the world t together. It's awesome. And all will sing out hallelujah And we will cry out hallelujah I think a lot of us, even those of us in the pews, we're faithful, but is he really present to us? We read the papers, come on, what's yeah. your answer to that? He is powerfully alive and he mm. wants to be in relationship with us. He wants to be our father and if we would just call out to him, every minute of every every day just say father i need your help father i need this i need that he wants to respond and he wants to pour out his love on us if we just but ask him and i think so many of us because of maybe our own sinfulness or whatever it may be in our life we just we hesitate a lot of young adults right now perhaps they were in church and it's boring it's not for them it's not relevant it's not engaging it's not warm what would you say to anybody who was listening to led zeppelin a few seconds ago happened to stop by right now and they knew that I had a young adult with me who loves God in this way. What do you say to them? All right, I say two things. First and foremost, whether that's tomorrow or 60 years from now, we're all going to die. We have to face that reality as uh, Peter Herbeck was just giving a great talk at the Lift Jesus Higher concert. So we're all going to die. So when you look at your life and you think about the legacy that you're leaving, what is that legacy going to be? Because we do all one day have to face our makers. That's first and foremost is to reflect on that. Mm -hmm. Secondly, is to reflect on the fact that Jesus Christ, God himself, became man just for you. You have been mm -hmm. redeemed and chosen and qualified through the blood of Christ to be someone that the world can look to for love, for peace, for happiness and joy. And that is waiting for you at every single church uh, in the Diocese of Toledo. So just go visit a church, go before the Blessed Sacrament and say, God, are you real? And if you ask that simple question, if you take that step of faith just to ask the question, he'll show up. He'll come to you into your heart and all you got to do is ask. So shout it, crawling, screaming from the mountains. Go on and tell it to the masses. thank you for this day and maybe you just want to repeat these words after me. Father, I thank you. Father, I thank you for my life. Father, I thank you for sending your son Jesus into this world. And I repent right now. I repent of all my sinfulness. Lord, I know that there is sinfulness in my heart and I want you to be my savior. So Father, will you give me the joy of being my savior? Will you come into my heart now and make me new once again? Father, I love you. I trust in you, and from this moment forward, I will follow you. That is amazing. Peter, thank you so much for joining us. Thanksgiving blessings to everybody out there. Remind, be mindful, it means Eucharistos, that this heart that God gives us that is made for him, all that we have is from him. Your next breath is the greatest testimony to his presence right now on a physical level, but he also wants that same breath of spirit of life to also breathe through him. Lift it up to him, just open that door, just a crack maybe in the next moment of the next week and see what he can do for you. Abundant blessings on you all. God bless.
You know, Mass Impact and Ignite has been going across the Northwest Ohio now for, for months, and, and thousands of people, literally thousands of people in our diocese have experienced that love. We believe that he said what he meant and meant what he said when he proclaimed that his body is real food and his blood is real drink. Simply put, Mass Impact is a nonprofit movement seeking the heart of God in the very heart of his Catholic Church. Uh, people just keep kept coming and coming. Not just in a moment, but, but to surrender their entire lives. We desire our hearts to be moved by what moves His. And to see that happening monthly. We are responding to an urgent call at an urgent time. The recent Pope's John Paul said, now's the time, this is the moment. We are taking big steps in faith throughout our diocese and beyond. I want to buckle my chin strap and take the field. And we are seeing tremendous growth. I mean, I'm just roused and emboldened to mission, to do something. We cannot do it alone. We need you right now. Please partner with us. Go to massimpact.us right now and click on the Contribute tab. If you and I respond in faith right now, we will see souls in heaven who would not have been there had we said no. It was nothing short of amazing. Does it have that same kind of effect on you? Please go to massimpact.us and contribute. It's time to move.